Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 158, episode 6 of Your Daily Zeitgeist of iHeartRadio. Uh, this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Thursday, November 5th, 2020. My name's Jack O'Brien, aka Jack O'Biden. Yeah. Oh, that's so he cool. He calls people Jack. Oh, and, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because it's cool. Or he, it's Here's the Deal, Jack O'Brien. Yeah, Here's the yeah. Deal, Jack O'Brien. Thank you for the live punch up. Uh, Here we go. Francesca. Uh, well, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray. One, that's another vote for blue. Two, looks like Trump's term is through. Three, I think the GOP might might have lost this presidency and four another vote for the D five we're close to 270 Trump thinks we can stop votes for Biden cuz it looks like Joe has won okay shout out to at Waffle House for that Possible premature football spike of an AKA. We will not know until the fuckery's results have fully come in. Uh, but you know, I think it might be called by the time people hear this. To be honest, yeah. Well, there's one thing where it's called, and then another if Trump completely just fires up the base to be like, reject it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, shout out to Both you, of those Christy. Things can be true. Yeah, yeah, it can all be true, and also we can have a little fun with Brian McKnight. Uh, I think so. everybody's being very careful with their calls uh, because they don't want, you know, to be accused by the right of being like in the bag. But then, by being very careful with their calls, they're going to give Trump more time to, you know, start start some shit. Anyways. Mm-hmm. We are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious, the talented Francesca Fiorentini. What's up? Um, That was the sexiest this election's ever been, Miles. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Liz Jenkins' viral tweet, I, I have a feeling, inspired that one. Uh, when <laughs> they're tweeting like, what? what is it? Was it Nevada? How <laughs> the counting's going down in Nevada? Yeah. Very slow. But, you know, very what slow, it sensual. What it um, but we would give him a pass if it was count. boys to men doing it. Like, right. Yeah. Did you see the men? clip? Yeah. Brian McKnight. No, it's Brian McKnight. Oh, my be. The clip is the clip is wild. Like I, I couldn't tell. Are the people, are the women who are sitting around singing to the song just part of the audience, or are they like backup singers? Because oh, for the official video where it's like yeah, when it's like the live performance. Yeah, the live performance that yeah, uh, where mean, he's making like very sensual and loving eye contact with the camera as he sings to me. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll have to pretend he's always. Is this where he's like there? I feel like half of these videos are just um, you like a circle poof in the middle of a of a right. stage that's like rotating and there's like hot women with their backs to one another and then it just spins and this then oh, more like... just Brian McKnight in front. No, or this like... one's very much more traditional. Like it feels like a VH1 like live TV performance. Kind got, of. It, got it, got it, got it. It felt like a, like a, it, he was performing it on Oprah or something to me. Yeah. I don't know why it felt like that to me. Uh, anyway, Francesca, what have you been up to these past days? How have you spent, uh, the election? Oh, God. I mean. <laughs> yep, fitting. 
just a- mostly angry, I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there's no other way around it. I know it calm and then anger, just sheer anger. I've had l- less anxiety than I think a lot of people. Um, but I'm just like, just like 2016. I feel like this, we're reliving 2016, but, but actually Democrats might pull through, but the anger at kind of everyone in the, not just the GOP, but the establishment is very much still alive. Like Mm. Nate Silver, uh, needs to go away forever, ever and Mm. ever and ever and ever. We were still mostly right. Yeah. You didn't understand the algorithm. Like it just, he's no, no more pollsters. We all knew this. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of angry. I'm angry at the democratic party, of course, for like this squeaker. I'm just angry about the squeaker. But other than that, like kind of Zen, because I I feel like, you know, we knew that we were going to have to wait. So what did you think, though, based on like all the messaging that was happening? Because I feel like most, you know, leftist progressives were watching this and be like, what the fuck is this message, bro? Like you're you guys are fucking so bad. Yeah. Like about like if you're trying to energize a large intersectional base of people to like have a I don't know, a huge, I guess, turnout. It just didn't seem like the messaging was there. It was just very yeah, much like, no... look, y'all get it, man. Like, he's shitty. All right? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah. Come that on, Jack. Was, <laughs> that was enough to get the most turnout uh, in the history <laughs> of America in terms yeah. of the raw number, which I kind of dismissed as a stat because our population is bigger every time there's an election. But also, it's the biggest since 72 in terms of percentage of the population. Which, if you just like take the percent of eligible voters times the percent of the population that was registered to vote, it's uh, 33% of the population, which mm. is more than like Reagan when he had a landslide in 84. So make it obligatory, man. Load us up on vans, yeah. buy us off with a sandwich the way they do in South America. It's obligatory, mm. but. Uh, what happens when voting is obligatory is politicians have to talk about poverty. So, like, the Democrats right. would actually have to do that. <laughs> right. right. Um, so that's good. But, yeah, yeah, 33% is awesome and sad at the same time. No, but yeah. did you hear, Francesca? If you like your private health insurance, you can keep that. <laughs> yeah. You, I'm, I'm um, sure we've all that... met those people. You know when you're yeah. just, like, hanging around the fireside with, with the friends, homies around your oil like, drum fire? <laughs> Yeah, around your oil drum fire and you see the light in your friend's eyes and he's like, you know what, even though I don't have a place to live, like, I just love the billing system of Kaiser. Yeah. I got this book from the library and I got this knife that's pretty sharp. Uh, So I'm just going to ask that you take out my appendix for me. Um but yeah, I, I was going to say Trump is also like Trump had more a bigger percentage of the population vote for him than Reagan yes. did in the 84 uh, landslide election. So there were a massive number of people motivated on both sides. It's just they were both motivated by Trump, I think. Right. And if Georgia oh, ends up getting going blue, blue, uh, I'm curious to know what the agenda is going to be for this administration where yet again, Black and brown votes, you know, had to pull up in force yes. uh, to try and tip this thing. Because, again, uh, the upholders of, you know, de facto racism also came out in full force. But, yeah, I'm curious to see what those priorities end up looking like for somebody who's like, oh, we don't have to really look at police reform. <laughs> Please vote right. for me. Vote for me. Oh, yeah. that, those are going to be the story. If Arizona and Georgia pull for pull out for Biden, those 
that's just the story. That's the whole story and the fact that Trumpism is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. But I'm sure we're going like, to get yeah, into it. There's a mandate from black and brown people uh, that yes. things yeah. need to get done, if anything, if you want to look at it. I mean, that's how they should be looking at it. But for sure. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it does seem like Biden's response has been like, well, I got to govern for these people on the right as well. So have to take white supremacy into account because wasn't his like sort of soft victory speech like i'm the president has to be for everybody both sides right jack so if you want a public option and uh get price gouged in the private side too yeah yeah Whatever i mean this like. is this is the thing though with with uh those speeches like yeah i mean they're good enough in terms of where we think we're going to get, you know, pull through in Pennsylvania or we think we're going to pull through in Arizona and we keep counting the ballots and da, da, da. like that's good enough for now. But you're absolutely right, Miles. Like as soon as MAGA supporters come out in real force and as soon as the president actually realizes he's lost and is like, no, 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 it was all fraudulent, then that like middling mealy mouth like let's just we're gonna win like you know you need to ratchet that up yeah yeah hardcore and we'll see if he even has it in him or if it's gonna be just kind of like you know you can't you got the election yeah Yeah. we got (laughs) it right right it like there needs to be some manner of systemic change uh and sure, that's but even my position. That, yes. <laughs> Big structural change. Some manner of change. Wow, look at so you. I've got a, I've True got a plan. And uh, all right, Francesca, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are, what you're up to, all that good stuff? Oh, God, this is this is pretty good because I did uh, election like punditry and coverage for a really big Argentine YouTube channel that does like comedy and news together every day. And the guys are like, they're so smart. They're lightning fast. They speak really fast. And I lived there for many years, for five years. But man, my Spanish is so out. It's just rusty as shit. And so like, here I am trying to explain like, bueno, yo siento okay. And like, (laughs) meanwhile, this guy, like this Argentine dude explained the entire American system better than I could. And I was like, why do you need me? But in one word, basura. Yeah. Yeah. basura. (laughs) Uh, But the real thing is like, um, if you're semi-bilingual and you want to read more in Spanish, it's so hard to just be like, oh yeah, let me attempt to read Cien Años de Soledad, you know, like 100 Years of Solitude again for the 12th time after I fucking have no idea what's going on because magical realism and like being an English language speaker do not work. Like it's very (laughs) difficult to understand. So I'm like, I was looking up young adult Spanish language books because... I can't read hard shit. So I've read all the um, Hunger Games in Spanish. So fun. And I super on my like level of reading, reading level. And so now I think I'm going to read The Fault in Their Stars or something. I might even do Harry Potter in Spanish because I've never read it in English. Mm -hmm. But trying to get if anyone has suggestions for like a good YA, uh, even in Spanish. I don't know if they've got their, you know, I don't know if there's like a famous Latin American YA uh, writer, but that's why I, I need just like sixth grade shit. Mm. Talk about yeah, crushes yeah. and like, you know, I don't know, getting your period for the first time. Mm-hmm. La Broma Infinita, I think might be good. Infinite oh, yeah. Jest. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, 
that book. Dude, I read, okay, get this, sorry, not to go on, but I read Haruki Murakami, The mm-hmm. Wind-Up Bird Chronicles, in Spanish. And actually, it made total sense because I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> <laughs> I read the so whole thing and I was equivalent. like, mm, nope. Hmm? Same yeah. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what is something you think is underrated? Uh, underrated? Oh, I, this one always is hard for me. Um, open racism. Yeah. Like, it's kind Get of more into it, y'all. Crushing it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you can sort of get away with it now. And sort of. I think you can. You can totally Stop. get it. Like, uh, like, somehow we're missing that open racism actually wins elections, um, is incredibly effective, and mobilizes a bunch of people. I think there was GOP understand it. I'm just like, never ceases to amaze me. Obviously, I'm being facetious. We shouldn't get into open racism. <laughs> But right. holy shit, how it's worked wonders. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's underrated it. how how powerful it is in, in the United States, for sure. Yeah, more yeah. than like the mismanagement of like candidates or, you know, a direction of a of a uh, election or campaign, like the pain that caused. I think just that confirmation of just how, you know, pro-white supremacy a lot of people are, whether they fully understand the nuances of their support of Trump or not, but just to see like, on a binary, like, yeah, I like that better. That was probably like the hardest thing to just like sort of re- be confronted with again. But yeah. all, like I was saying, I think yesterday too, I don't know, in a way, it like sort of helped validate my sort of cynicism about the Amer- about the country too, without being like, oh, I'm just like a doom and gloom America hater more than like, no, 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 this is where, this is where we're at y'all. Like this yeah. is, this is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think the ways that um, Michael Harriet of The Root had a good, tweet thread this is not my the 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 tweet i like but just explaining the ways that yeah if he grew in percentage points trump grew, grew in percentage points with uh black voters and latino voters it's because um racism you can be racist and be any race uh, mm-hmm. and everyone pretty much lives in a system of white supremacy and we are racist whether we know it consciously or unconsciously and it's right. always been a meal ticket for model minorities or people who want to throw their communities under the bus to supposedly get ahead economically and socially. And he tracks like Italians and Irish and how like Italians were some of the most racist because they were the the on the receiving end of so much racism themselves that they then turned around and were like, well, we're going to sting- distinguish ourselves from black Americans by being extra racist. So it's like, yeah. it's worked in the past. And so it doesn't doesn't boggle my mind to see Latino and especially white Latino voters going for Trump. I mean, have you, if you've seen the, uh, like Sammy Sosa pictures of like him with the extra, like kind of terrifying skin whitener shit like that, that's, uh, looks great. (laughs) <laughs> it's just Improved. like extra uh he's getting made way more powerful like now. white supremacy um and yeah internalized like white supremacy yeah and i think that's that speaks to a lot like a survival mechanism which is like i just maybe need to cozy up to my oppressors to have yeah. a less turbulent time uh and sometimes people really feel that that is the easier path uh for i guess perceived comfort or because not liberation um, right. while there are definitely a group of people who are like, no, that's not, that ain't liberation. That ain't it. Um, cozying up to my oppressor is not liberation. Right. 
what is something you think is overrated, Francesca? Propositions. Propositions and measures on fucking ball, like on these ballots. Like mm. we're in California and so much is being thrown to ballots that shouldn't be. We just passed Prop 22, giving an exemption to Uber and Lyft and like baking in some impossible, um, like a, a, an impossibility, a way to basically never rescind it. You know, it has to be overturned by seven eighths of the state legislature. So much is put on these on our ballots that we shouldn't opine on. Look, I don't even know if we should opine on like, I don't even know if we should all vote for president, even though I just said maybe we should. It should be obligatory. <laughs> Democracy might be overall overrated. That's what I've learned. <laughs> just maybe we shouldn't have an opinion. And that's the thing with these propositions. It's like you get a, a glossy flyer. You don't know. You kind of feel like it's definitely one of those, you know. If you don't know the answer on the Scantron test, just like fill in any bubble. Right. No, man. Leave don't it blank. Just yeah. fucking leave it blank. Yeah. Yeah. But then we've got like California made all, almost zero progress. I know there is a little bit, but almost zero progress on a statewide level when yeah. it comes to our ballots and propositions. Why are we why are we weighing in on dialysis? Why are we weighing in on random ass shit that should be left to legislators? Yeah. I yeah. think it's like having any kind of industry be able to get into these, you know, ballot initiatives is just it's the the, the darkest shit that we have, especially yes. like in our right. our voting systems, because you look at how much money they spent. I saw some stat like they put more money in than Bernie's fucking presidential campaign raised uh, yeah. went into like over two hundred million dollars went into this shit. When you think of like, again, we talk we've been talking about this proposition. We're like. Spend the fucking money to treat these people like employees, not yeah. fucking automatons that just need like, like, oh, we'll give them a little bit of oil and fuel and water and they'll be OK. Like these are human beings who are putting in their labor to fucking kick the money up to these fuck. Anyway, so it's just it's it is really disheartening. And I think a lot of people a lot of the times I, whenever I like a lot of people have asked, like, well, what about this one? This one? I'm like, always just look at the fine print first. When you get yeah. these mailers, because I'll always tell you paid for by something. And sometimes it'll be euphemistic, like the alliance of, you know, concerned uh, rideshare providers. They're or always whatever. concerned. Yeah. Every time someone's concerned, you're like, are you, though? Yeah. I feel like that's a dead giveaway that you're dismantling what we're talking about. Oh, no, this is uh, the this is from the Coalition of Concerned Capitalists and Profiteers, the <laughs> CCCP. And uh, you should really check it out. But even with the like the dialysis one, it was like paid for like by the cult, like the fucking dialysis industry. And you're like, yes. of course, right. I'm every, just be dialysis like, clinics. If, yeah. yeah. If they want it, say, fuck you. Anytime right. these people come and they're backing something, always say, absolutely, I don't need to back fucking Pacific Gas and Electric or Uber or whatever. I just so, want to say that if and when uh, the rich figure out how to turn poor people into fuel, Uber and Lyft drivers will absolutely be like putting their little pinky toe into their fuel, into the gas tank and just be right. like, that's part of it. Right. And then you'll be like, hey, if you give up three of your toes, you get a thousand more dollars this week. And like, all right. You know, like right. But I, I'm, I'm running out happen. of toes. Well, do you have a kid? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. How old? How old? How old's your kid? Uh, 14. Okay. Yeah, we can work with that. They got all their toes. Uber is thrilled to partner with Kroger brands to give out <laughs> like money coupons for groceries for right. a thousand miles driven. For people who aren't in a state, you know, that does ballot initiatives 
it's basically like they do a yes or no vote on some legislation, right? And my question is like on the dialysis, right? So that became a question where somebody wanted to regulate more strictly dialysis clinics uh, mm-hmm. and basically have a doctor make it mandatory to have a doctor on the premises of dialysis clinics um, for the health of the people who uh, are receiving dialysis. And that becomes a ballot initiative in California in a state where there aren't ballot initiatives. That would presumably just like go to the desk of one of the politicians. Like what, what is the difference there like does the ballot initiative seems to be a workaround i think it's a workaround of the legislation to and you can easily manipulate i mean look you can manipulate the legislature the fossil fuel industry has been doing that here in california for years um we can't get the most minimal uh regulations when it comes to the environment here but I think it's an easy way to sidestep the legislature and just kind of dupe people by putting something that sounds like Government outreach, uh, overreach, or sounds like freedom. Whatever it sounds like, sounds like right. freedom. You know, right. yeah. it's like getting people to participate say. in their own oppression by like convincing them with a bunch of advertising dollars of something. I, I guess my question is just like, is the alternative that they're just using that money to pay off the politician to like do the same thing? Um, Probably. And like where I just want to know, like there are some legislators in Oregon high as fuck on psilocybin for the psilocybin uh, (laughs) uh, legalization that was passed. And like good on them. Like I know like big shroom lobby came through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) Nithya, who has now officially like it's been announced, she won her election against shitty ass David Rue. Um, One of the things that somebody was pointing out when they were uh, writing about that is that. One of the things that was new this time is that it happened in an election year. So you had like more people paying attention to it, more people voting, whereas that election usually happens in an off year. And so it's like much easier for people just to like people who are like moneyed interests to get elected because they just sort of manipulate the vote. But that was something that was determined by a ballot initiative like in 2000. 16 i think that it would be an on year instead of an off year so like i do i guess i'm just like wondering it's what a double-edged sword is. yeah it's a it's double-edged just, sword well, where yeah, like because, sometimes it you can get like a populist thing through that otherwise wouldn't have gotten through like psilocybin or you know something like voting when people are actually voting um, yeah i mean on, in red states it's actually really great because they for example have passed medicaid expansion in places that don't want to expand expand medicaid um they've passed minimum wage laws that they've passed reenfranchising you know uh, former felons in Florida. What happens right. there, of course, is that then their Republican legislatures are like, nah, 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 nah. See, popular right. will, not into the popular will. And then they right. overturn it. So it just depends on what state you're in. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it it, it it fucks up both. Because again, I, I remember when I was working more on campaigns, like one I worked on was for it to get higher clean energy standards in the state by like 2030. And then- yeah. It was a small group of people who were just like, this is something good. This is like what we need to do. This is like 2007. And then you get inevitably you're like, brace yourselves for every utility company to just obscure the entire message, which wasn't even like about 
getting to renewable energy standards that were like going to help put the state on a path towards like, you know, doing a good job offsetting carbon emissions. It was like, they are trying to raise your electrical prices with a fatally flawed argument like that. Then like they love that term too, fatally flawed. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just, it all, it sucks. And like with the Uber one, it's exactly, it's the, when it cuts the other way. Right. The fucking yeah. the state, the pilot, they were like, no, nah, man, fuck that. The courts decided you, got, you have to ca- these are employees, man. You have to start treating them like that. And they're like, oh, yeah. Well, now yeah. we're just going to fucking hypnotize people with, you know, mid roll ads on like streaming services and glossy mailers. But this and text is the messages. thing about like, you know, California is a blue state. We can't have any finance like campaign finance laws that allows that to be illegal for a corporation to put that much money behind something right. or mm-hmm. front shadow groups that then do that. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, what's uh, next? Our federal elections? Right. And then, I mean, that's exactly. a that's First Amendment shit. Come on. You got you to gotta give corporations the ability to spend speak, billions speak of dollars mind. to express themselves. Yeah. Uh, they are citizens. If corporations are people, then they should die at some point. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They oh, should yeah. only live to, like, average then, yeah. age of an American. Right. And they should, should also be able to go to prison for life. I believe J.P. Morgan Chase is a mutant. How long have they been around? This is impossible, my honor. We have to definitely get to the a vampire. Of this. We must uh, definitely be a vampire. Them. Yeah, yeah. Guillotines. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. So just. For a timestamp of where we are in the presidential election, people are saying Nevada is now callable. So the people who I've seen say Nevada is basically callable are people who haven't called Arizona yet. So like we were talking about up top, I feel like people are scared to call the election, to be the first to call the election because they just know the the hell that that's going to unleash from QAnon and uh, the president and... Uh, but yeah, so there's people who say Nevada's callable. There's people who say Arizona's callable. Um, if you put those together, you have uh, Biden at 270 electoral votes, you know, but nobody is uh, saying both of those things at the same time because I think they're scared. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's it's led to this really interesting thing, because when Arnon Mishkin, the guy who uh, controls Fox Decision Desk, you know, was like very firmly was like, no, I'm not calling it for the. I'm calling it for Biden. Yeah. There's this whole story that came Arizona. out. Uh, or, yeah. yeah, Arizona was for Biden. Uh, and there was all this pushback. Apparently, like Jared Kushner was like desperate and like calling people at Fox News trying to be like, don't like, why are you trying to do that? But I think that was also it seems like a lot of people are saying that was a decision from Fox to not allow the president to begin gaining momentum on some like fuckery based narrative right. of like what happened here. I was ahead of the done. They're like, no, we're not doing that. And right. that's why they were maybe a little more aggressive with that call. Yeah. I mean, have they said that or that's just a theory as to like why that's they a might theory have been be- aggressive? Well, I think that I mean, because if you look, if they did capitulate and were like, oh, yeah, Trump won or maybe just didn't even call it, that would make the at least the numbers that a lot of uh, like channels were putting up in the Electoral College score, so to speak look a right. little bit closer and then people have been like, what? what's going on? But I think by having Arizona so solidly saying like, oh, we're saying that's for Biden right. already sort of changes the narrative in the sense of like, oh, victory is imminent for the Biden campaign, most likely if Arizona yeah. just won. Well, it I also mean, makes it so that he can't have a unified message of stop the count. 
right? Because right. Arizona gives Biden the White House. And so if you stop the count there, Biden's ahead. So now you have to do, Trump has to do this thing where he's like, stop the count in these states in particular, and then keep counting in this other state in particular. And uh, it just sounds transparently like bullshit. I well, there's no other way you can't probably spin it. a coincidence and not like Fox News's grand plan to undermine the Trump administration just because they've actually done this before their decision desk has like called states before anybody else. And oftentimes it's for the Democratic candidate. And I, I feel like they have the license to do that because a they have a really good like uh, polling department like they actually are very independent from the opinion section, but also they don't like, they're the one place that's not worried about being said to have a liberal slant, you know, so they can mm -hmm. just do what they want because they don't, they're not worried that Fox news is going to call them liberal cuts. Well, now all their followers hate them. Yeah. This is why Fox news sucks, right? That's why this we're seeing they're screaming signs. It. Yep. They're screaming it. I mean, but, but it's like the rubber is really hitting the road here when it comes to is the moon made of cheese because the president said so yeah or is it not and this is but it's just numbers it's like do we have this is the moment of alternative facts right we haven't really had to stare it down so starkly because it's been four years of uh, a trump presidency and so he can just make it up and fox news will go along because that's the propaganda but this is a test of loyalty and you risk putting your entire network. I mean, God, they've already completely ruined themselves. But when it comes to fact or fiction, numbers or not numbers, 270 electors or not 270 electors, because the truth is he they want to stop counting, but no one's gotten to 270. So you kind of have to start count, continue to count. And if you right. stop right now, Biden wins by all by all measures. Right. Except no one's gotten to 270 yet. So it's like. It's do you put your entire network like at the behest of the Trump administration or not? Do you burn your credibility or not? And whatever credibility you had. Or left. Yeah, what's left. Yeah. So um, it is a surprising move, though. I'm actually proud. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even reading like how desperate apparently all these reports of how desperate Jared Kushner was like trying to get Rupert Murdoch on the phone and be like, look, man, I'll doing? suck your dick. Yeah. Like man. I feel like in a movie where <laughs> like if you're doing like the we're going to drink, you know, MAGA tears dramatization of this, like Jared Kushner's like running down a hallway I'm like I'm, like banging on the like Mr. Murdoch, Mr. Yeah. Murdoch. And he's like, I'm sorry, Jared. We can't help you today, mate. And then it's like, hey, 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 the rich bastards always win. Like, I don't know what, right. you know, that dynamic is like, but that's what I see in my head. And you realize, yes. too, as these lawsuits and all these other things keep failing and they're flailing is getting more intense. You know, you, you hate and love to see it. Murdoch's going to be fine. I was just like thinking of his money making enterprise. Like, he's going to be fine. It, he doesn't need Trump to keep making bogus bullshit right-wing propaganda content it'll actually be kind of a great tool if they are part of the so-called resistance and opposition they can because they'll finally be the victims that they've always said they are right yeah that's, yeah that's what i'm saying they can never God. they're they're terrible at being in power they're only good at being the out of power group because that's all they have like the all yep. this not it doesn't make sense to cry like unfair and foul play when you're at the wheel of everything. It just doesn't yeah. work like that. It's like, well, then yeah. fucking do it. You had every fucking chamber locked up. 
the one time the one thing they're good at is they get to like spend as much money as they want to and not tax anybody because they're not criticizing themselves <laughs> like to, right. so they get to like spend irresponsibly like they accuse democrats of doing and that's like their one superpower when they're they're in power Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm glad to hear that you think Rupert Murdoch's going to be okay. I was a little worried for him. Um, <laughs> they, Trump fine. apparently called him on election night. It, there was like a call from the president, Donald Trump, to Rupert Murdoch, where he's like, "What the fuck are you doing with this call?" And Rupert Murdoch was like, "I'm not. I'm not pulling it back, homie. Like it is what it's." This election night, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they called the Arizona thing, he allegedly called Come him on, and complained that he had called it. Uh, too early. And also, I do want to say that Arizona has now also been called by uh, the AP, which who are notoriously pretty conservative Conservative. about calling things. So like, it's not like anti-CNN. Right. Right. So, I mean, like you got the AP calling Arizona. You got our our favorite guy, Nate Silver, who has been saying that like he didn't even think Arizona should have been called, but he's like Nevada should have been called. Like Nevada is far enough. Um yeah. so now it seems like we're there and it's just a matter of like the official well, announcement being also made. like Georgia too. Yeah, and Georgia uh, and shout out to Georgia because the, what out. we're looking at now is they're saying there's forty seven thousand votes, over forty seven thousand outstanding votes left, and that's more than most people thought was. Yeah, uh, and that if might that's be the case. Biden has to; he can win those by an even lower margin. Yeah, they're saying that that one might end up being like as cl- like Florida in two thousand close, right? Like and Georgia, then moot. Don't and say then, that, Jack. And then, why? <laughs> well, why but it won't. We, it won't make... be the. It won't be the deciding state because like well, Arizona, and Nevada get him there, and then they say Pennsylvania is not even right, going to be right. particularly close. Well, Biden's going to win because Biden has to. Yeah, in terms of the mail-in vote, Biden only has to win sixty percent of the outstanding mail-in vote. When they're the mail-in votes they're counting, he's winning at a rate of seventy-eight percent. Yeah. in Georgia or all over in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania in Pennsylvania, got it, got it, got it. And like where they're pulling from are not uh, Republican strongholds. Like there are there are Trump votes out there, but the, what's out what's left on the plate is like mm, that doesn't look red to me. There is a very, very calming map and an important one to look at, which is looking at the vote by population and not by um, giant red swaths and states. Um, And uh, just everyone needs to look at that map and just remember that um, land doesn't vote. uh, Cows can't vote. They should be able to. I'm not saying that livestock shouldn't have the vote. (laughs) That's the slogan in 2024 for the GOP. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but five I mean, all this votes. stuff, all this stuff is, can <laughs> probably be safely forgotten about by the time you listen to this, assuming somebody has uh, called called the election by then. The Trump campaign. Let's let's move over to the shadow realms mm. Mm. Uh, where <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's it's wild. I was uh, watching CNN this morning and they were broadcasting from uh, Las Vegas and the dude who was like talking about how like there are dead people voting in Nevada uh, was like the angriest kid from like pickup basketball court that I played <laughs> at in college. Like this dude who I was like always like that. There's something off about that man. Like he grew up to be one of these Trump people. This guy, who, right, like, comes where everything's out. a foul. 
Yeah, everything oh, exactly. Foul, man. No, but, but just this, like this entire always election, ready to boil over. Yeah, yeah. This entire election, though, I mean, because it really is a game that has rules that you know there is a there's cheating and there's not cheating. Everyone's using the same analogy of like playing sports with a sore loser, i.e., the kid you used to babysit, who like. You'd right. let score on you a million times and then you'd score one thing. You'd be like, no, um, time out. Yeah. Right. Except this is an analogy. It was actually that guy is, <laughs> was the guy who was making the speech. My friends were like all texting. They were like, holy shit. Wait, no, you're. Oh, oh, it was a literally, quite him? literally literally the guy. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. No, I literally the guy. No, 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 no. He was a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I was an undergrad, he was in law school and Perfect. was Holy just the shit. biggest asshole at the court. Yo, let's let's go let's go play twos or something with him. <laughs> Get him on this show. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't think I exchanged a word with him. He was just such an angry asshole that he was like notorious among our friends right, as right, being right, like right. the guy who There's always was no matter what a like, nightmare. If you play any sport at a park, there's always that person, no matter what the sport is. There yeah. was when I would when I play soccer at the park, there's a guy we call full kit wanker uh, <laughs> or old Messi because he would wear an entire <laughs> head to toe Barcelona Messi uniform and he had a oh, balding p tail. He would do all these fuck. He would always act like you fouled him and shit. And he yeah. was so like past it. And, and he would and like it was just awful to play with because he fucked Ugh. the flow of the game up and like made it all about him. So, yeah, I'm glad to see that you you could actually watch that evolution of park asshole to fucking screaming politico yeah. or whatever. My friend did research him. on him and apparently like his he had a relative who was a politician. There's like some uh, his dad not acknowledging him because he was an out of wedlock child thing going on. It's uh, oh. all sorts oh. of. Now Jesus. you made me feel sorry for him. So he oh, no, 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 no. Don't. The Jon Snow <laughs> of pickup basketball. <laughs> yeah, the Johnson exactly. Except <laughs> instead of funneling it into uh, stoicism, he funneled it into just being angry and full of shit. Uh, which, as Bannon put it, they are you know utilizing the Steve Bannon method of, and this is a quote, flooding the zone with shit. That's yep. how Steve yep. Bannon describes what, <laughs> what what they did with the Trump administration, with the Trump campaign in 2016. Um, it does seem like they are really itching to do something that we brought up from the year 2000, the Brooks Brothers riot, where a bunch of preppy Republicans in uh, blue blazers like broke into the Miami-Dade uh, courthouse where they were counting, doing the recount, and basically got it suspended by being like, Here, this is voter fraud, what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. And that actually was the end of the vote because then the Supreme Court froze the recount process so they're trying to do something similar to that but they don't seem to have the the wherewithal at least not as of yet and they also don't like i was saying earlier like florida was a recount that was on like literally a knife's edge it was like depending on if you counted the votes that had like been pushed in too much or were like pushed the wrong way uh, Gore or Bush won. Like it, uh, it was just like that close. Whereas now it's like across four states. Um, that Biden's yeah, and they're trying to do a thing where a lot. Well, they fucking that was for a recount. Yeah, like, that was a recount. Others wasn't revolt wasn't over stopping the vote counts. Right, like they they're the sequence is all fucked up. But everything right. in the I mean everything in two thousand was so shady. Like and and yeah. you oh, yeah. immediately jumped to the Supreme Court. Right, that had to go through. 
I mean, did it have to go through the, through the Florida Supreme Court or was it a yeah. federal court that was an appointee? You know, and then so just like the 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 gears were absolutely greased upwards yeah. toward to like ha- hand it over to the Supreme Court. Jeb Bush, of course, as the governor. Uh, and yeah. uh, I want twenty years of my life back. I've said this time and time again, but give me my years back, please uh, clap. Yeah, thank please God. Clap. Please clap. Uh, thank God this motherfucker is not good at this stuff. That he's, well, also, he, people don't have exactly it. right. He's not coming from a dynastic political family either. Where like you know the homies know are that? all working in spots, huh? You don't know oh, that? Trump. You don't know where yeah. well, you don't know where my dad's been. He was a Nazi. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> but like with this, you know what I mean? Like it would be like Jack if you're trying to get into basketball. Like you have familial connections where like you could probably find a way to maybe end up in some backroom team, not as a coach or whatever, because like you right. you're you're familiar in that industry. So not as like anyone Trump, important, you know. But right. like, nah, be, nah, nah. I mean, but you know, I, think I could be the starting point guard for. For the uh, Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like with Trump, everyone's like, dude, fuck this dude. Like there's not the same, he's not coming from the same place and already he's fucking up already like the table that a lot of these Republicans had set. He's so, so it, tacky about it. This is a thing that the Supreme Court has told him multiple times. They're like, oh yeah, right. you can ban asylum, but like don't be so flagrant, you know? Yeah. Just give us another case. We'll totally say yes to it. But you know, like uh, pass it through some lawyers that actually know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And then we'll be all good. And they're like, nah, bored. I'm tired of that already. <laughs> like, you know, they've been told multiple times they're just bad at being fascist. And that's right. what's so scary because it's like, a blueprint for the future for the on one. how yep. to be a better one. Yeah. Right. They're like how to not be a fascist. And they're like, okay, avoid all these things, be a little more slick, deracialize all your language. And then yes. you, you can get a little more momentum. Going. Like, I feel like most court, like with like anything, a court uh, or a judge sees from the Trump, like any apparatus at all in terms of lawsuits are like going to like, okay, let me just go through this. Okay, most of these sheets are blank that you've <laughs> um, This one just has a swastika on it, and then this right. one says uh, black and brown bad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so we got to stop the vote, Your Honor. We have to stop the vote. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're just um, being dismissed real. immediately. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, we'll, we'll look at it. it. You know, obviously, this is timely. Let's look at it. Uh, yeah, none of this is anything. This You don't even have an argument here. Have you guys um, talked about yesterday? I don't know if you talked about, but, yo, they sent Eric, Trump, and Giuliani to Pennsylvania. Yeah. For a crickets press conference. I what? forgot who Eric Trump was this morning. Uh, that's that's my first sign that my brain is broken, but also that we're moving in in the right direction i was yeah, like wait I mean, that's not one of you his don't son's win. name yeah yeah <laughs> yeah eric trump the, the that's when you know he's he's in it to win it when and he pam his, bondi and all they, they got just oh, the, the they're just the lowest energy scammers you yeah know what i mean like they yeah. can't even you know like i you know a good scam when you see one you're like oh shit okay I can see how you can sneak that one by. These people are like, they, they only have the first thing they want to say out loud that's like incendiary and have not done any thinking about what follow-up questions could occur and how to navigate that. Um, because it's Their best happening. lawyer is in jail, dude. If Cohen, right. if Michael Cohen were on the case, I feel like I'd be more scared. Right. But- Even Scaramucci, I feel like could do a better job right now. Uh, but Pam, Pam Bondi, Bondi, Bondi toys. She was on Fox and again coming on saying that they're like she was at this. There are fake ballots 
in Pennsylvania. Okay, and she says this on Fox. And you know, Steve Ducey uh, asks a follow up question because you know that's a pretty like if true, then huge. If you're saying there are fake ballots, and we would love to see some receipts. And the way she just pivot, I don't know. Just listen to this really low energy scam. That discounts on November 4th, that discounts every legal vote that came in. Yep. So that, that means all the, re- yep. the good residents who are all supporting us in Pennsylvania, their votes don't count by these fake ballots that are coming in late. What? And back Pam, to the observation, they're not letting us watch the process. Pam, did you just say fake ballots? There could be. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> there what could the be. fuck? Hey, Yo, 911. This so this man is breaking into my house. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll send an Did you say right you're there. breaking someone's breaking into your house? There could be. Well, they could. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Well, you just well, you just called 911, ma'am. So I need to know, did somebody I don't know. That's why we uh, we that, need to figure that out. You, you guys are supposed to find out, right? Well, um <laughs> even that, even that makes more sense. This is like you know, oh, well, some people tried to use a coupon at Target a day late. Ergo, everyone who got a coupon before, all invalid. No, no, no. Yep. They owe us money. And yep. it's like, and again, we we know what she's saying. She's saying any mail-in ballots that were are received after the, the date of the election are fraudulent somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. No. Which is, by the way, like hundreds. It's not that many. Like it's not it's not enough to swing things one way or another. Like I'm so spoiled in California because in San Francisco I was voting and like I remember I was like so excited about this election. Do you think I voted early? Hell no. I voted by mail, put my ballot day of in the mailbox and was like, they'll count it. Like I was <laughs> so cocky and because they will and they did. And so many late ballots were actually way more progressive and whatever. Still didn't get the candidate I wanted. But the point is, is. Yes, day of mail-in happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, in in a just world, it's very easy to vote in a just yeah. democracy. Well, um, and their, their like fucking scam show continued even today where they were in Nevada and Rick Grinnell, who used to be the fucking acting DNI, the director of national intelligence, mind you, this man was the ambassador to Germany before this. And the Germans were like, yo, this dude has the energy of like the viceroy of like a colonizing power. Uh, like hit, like this dude is not an ambassador. He's on some weird shit. Um, he, <laughs> like some Stephen Miller shit, right? Yeah. He was, he, he was out here in MB and on, in Nevada being like, there's just, there's more fraud out here because that's part of their angle. And, you know, shout out to Jacob Soberoff at MSNBC. He just kept walking with him and asked the most basic questions, right? You're out here holding a press conference with Matt Schlapp, who, don't forget, was also part of the Brooks Brothers revolt. Um, Matt Schlapp. Yeah, he was basically out here making all these accusations. And like a journalist says, okay, hold on, sir. I have a, I have a question for you. Hey, Rick Grinnell, uh, we're live on MSNBC right now. Can you talk about the evidence? You are claiming Fox thousands of illegitimate votes here in Nevada. Fox What's the you evidence? Should, you should go in and ask the question of the clerk. No, 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 no. Which you haven't you done You guys yet, just made the so claim. No, in fact, you also said there's no election observers. There's Democratic and Republican election observers inside. Mr. Grinnell, former DNI Grinnell, acting DNI, where's the evidence of the fraud? You haven't presented any evidence of fraud. Where's the evidence? They presented no evidence of fraud, Craig. <laughs> so he fucks off into a van. What he says, you should ask them. And he's referring to a case where this woman said that she went to go vote 
day of, but then they said her mail-in ballot had been returned and she's like, well, that wasn't me. And they're like, okay, so you're saying fraud? Someone filled out your shit for you? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, okay, would you like to make a statement then? And we can start this, we can start a proper uh, investigation. She's yeah. like, nah, not really. And then when the secretary of state looked at the, the signatures and things like that, they matched and she was like, she kind of sort of gave up the argument right there. And very <laughs> narrowly, a lot of Republicans have been using that example to be like, you see, the guy, Joe Gloria, who's running the Clark County uh, count over there, he, he at first he said there was nothing, but then when someone followed up and mentioned her, he said that they had already investigated. So what is it? And, you know, it, it, that, it sounds yeah, like he didn't mention it? it because it sounded like somebody who's making a stink, and then when they pressed it, they are like, oh, never mind, never mind. So yeah. it's all just really, really No, lame. I just found uh, my wallet. Yeah, I found it. And Rick yeah, Grinnell, I, I mean, shout out to somebody who has no business working in any kind of office. Just one look at his uh, Instagram account. I just had to go in there because there's something about him. He just he's the most basic man of all time. Like he's got his like, I'm in the Mediterranean with my ice cream. Uh, and he's got just his whole there's like another photo. He's like, I'm at Suzanne Summers estate. He's like with a uh, like a hot spring tub in a mountain. The weather is fantastic. And you're like, oh, this God. Dude. Here, let's take a quick break and continue talking about this asshole uh, when we come back. And we're back. And yeah, there's all sorts of interesting people coming out of the woodwork on the Trump side of things. It's like a, you know, third act where they're bringing all the cameos back from Mm -hmm. like the just wildest people. We've also got his... His pastor, his spiritual advisor. Oh God! But, oh, well, powering up the the yes. prayer group. Yeah, that is wild. She's speaking in tongues. Uh, she's got one shoulder stylishly exposed, but um, for, for Christ. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Paula White. And he died she, for my it, drip. Paula White <laughs> is uh, is pretty an incredible figure, right? She believes in something called, I think, prosperity Christianity. But yep. basically, yeah. like, if you're already rich, that's because God wants you to be rich. So don't um, worry about it. She's got a couple churches that went bankrupt. She owed, like, $500 million. Um, so she's really perfect for Trump. There's no one more fitting to be speaking in tongues for him. Yeah. Grifters, yeah. just attracting the grifters. And when you that's- look at, like, comparatively, I mean, you know, not to make light of, like, people's situations, but, like, you know, when you compare her like capitalist tongue show, whatever that was to like legitimately people like asylum seekers around the world, like singing and praying together that Trump is ousted or like villages God. in India where Kamala Harris's family's from, like, you know, make like all dedicating energy to sending good vibrations. You're like, I don't know. Uh, in the vibe wars, I think I think Biden might be winning the vibe wars, too. Yeah. But it's just fucking ugh. it's really all unsettling. Yeah. I mean, in that version of like prosperity gospel, like the, it, there's a high stakes for an election because like God is determining like who, who wins and loses. Like that's what, that's what happens in that version of, of the world. And that theology is like, God is like, yep, yeah, no, you win this, this one and right. is uh, overseeing the recount or count. Sorry. I shouldn't say. Yeah. Recount. Jesus feeding and helping the poor and the lepers. Ew. Yeah. It's just very, it's like the mean girls of Christianity. Like, yeah, you're exactly. poor, ew. That's actually not what he did, is Jesus actually went there and was actually just shooting jumpers with paper towel rolls. That's what he was doing. <laughs> That's what Christ did. Like, there there were some calls to just ban Trump 
from Twitter yesterday that I feel like that should maybe be more of a thing that people are calling for because what like what's happening right now is is pretty scary, right? Like the the QAnon cult, like the the people who have been you know, we've already had people who are Trump supporters sending bombs to Obama and Hillary Clinton and um we've had people who are Trump supporters driving to Walmart and shooting uh, over a dozen people to death. We've had, you know, Trump supporters are already an activated, yeah, yeah, already an activated violent mob, and inexhaustible. It just feels like the only reason we're not making a bigger deal about this and the danger that they pose and that the president poses is because of white supremacy. Like we're boarding up our city buildings ahead of the election because we were like, wow, Black Lives Matter protesters, they're going to come and like break into fucking tender greens. Um, but That's where I would loot, by the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Fuck of tender course. Greens. Way too expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for how that, how little a piece of salmon you get for that yes, money? Yes, that's what I was going to say. serious? Well, I might as well just hit the seas myself. <laughs> but... I, I don't know. I'm I, I just feel like this should maybe be as soon as somebody calls the election, we should just boot this motherfucker off of all social media platforms because there's He will like, continue to incite violence. Yeah, and we've seen social media platforms used to incite wild, like massive nationwide violence in other countries when the person inciting them wasn't even the president or the yeah. president was just allowing it to happen. So like But the thing you got to understand is in the fine print of Facebook ads, if you spend 3 billion dollars with us, we'll give you at least four genocide starting misinformation tweets <laughs> or posts right. and then yeah. we'll pull the plug after that. We'll give you 7,000 radicalized ads. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I haven't been on Facebook, so I'm very curious and I'm like, maybe I should just create like a shadow account where I, you know, I'm just like, you know, Sally McSally and like Sally loves all the right wing stuff. And so yeah, right. just want to see like uh, what they're being fed, because that is so what we have to look forward to. I mean, Jack, you're right. I think that part of the reason we don't admit, I think from from even from an FBI level, from a law enforcement level from uh, just everyday people level of that, like white supremacy and extremism is actually incredibly scary is that we're actually scared. Like that we don't, there is no plan to really deal with the extremists and like people should be afraid and nobody wants to admit that they've like let this, the cat out of the bag a long time ago. Yeah, Uh, It's been out since Obama and there's like actually no real plan to rein it back in. It's just but like also, the weird family secret of the country where it's yeah. like, don't, don't, don't let people know that the entire thing is white supremacy over yeah. here. You know, because like, we also... have successful black people and like that helps sort of create the mirage that this place isn't as violently white supremacist as it actually is. But that's the thing. And I think every time those reports come out, you would just look and be like, I think this is the actually the biggest issue in this country. And most people <laughs> yeah. do say that. But like the meat, like a lot of there's a certain class of people who just cannot embrace that truth, that simple fucking fact. Uh, And it's difficult. So it's treated like this, like, you know, like, I don't know who the father of that child is when everybody's like, I it's pretty clear you're not the father. (laughs) I'm right. Okay, whatever. Well, we'll pretend that it's not a, a big deal. Yeah. And I think it also is like the reverse of those 
things they uh the tests they do where they like show people different faces and like white people inherently fear a brown face like before they like they automatically like preliminally associate uh a brown face with like a threat like mm-hmm. they've done that test to you know argue as to why like police shouldn't be armed <laughs> because mm-hmm. Uh, they are irrationally racist and like racist at a precognitive level. I think we see the opposite of that in like the, you know, me- media industrial complexes inability to see white supremacy as the threat that it actually is. Well, yeah. How could, how could people, you know, you look at these newsrooms and the makeup, you know, yeah. demographically, what are they going to say? Oh, uh, we might have a problem in our own community. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah. they can't. That's not that's those are the write ups you're seeing from publications that are a little more sober eyed or from coming from minority journalists yeah. who are like there needs to be a reckoning internally in white America about what is going on here. Like, yeah. Yeah, and the, instead, you, instead of normalizing the Richard Spencers and the buttoned up white Nazis, white supremacists who are still just Nazis. And it's almost like people are treating, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, militia groups as if they're uh like tacky, like corny, like, oh, my God, what's so like uh, Timothy McVeigh, you know, in early 2000s, like, no, 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 or, or, or 1990s, like, it's still around. They're still here and they're still crazy. Stop trying to cherry pick the one Nazi that knows how to form uh, a sentence right. and like is like the fucking captain of the debate team. Like, right. that's not... That's not your job, your job. And and that's the thing with media generally. And you guys know this, but I just want to say as someone who's worked, who works in media, journalists are really bad at talking about trends and structural problems. They are really good about like, hey, look at this one black woman who's the head of the KKK in Idaho. You know, like they want the anomaly. They want the story and the headline. So, of course, they're not going to talk about the avalanche of militias. They want like the one BLM organization that's like, yes, we are, we are armed, you know, like we are just like the white militia. So you're seeing a skewed, um, this is why the mainstream media, not from the right wing, but from, from a progressive point of view, from the left wing, from a reality point of view, the media is always going to be skewed because a story isn't a story that persists over decades. That's just a fact. And so how do you report on that day by day? Mm -hmm. Um, And it takes and and you, you know, it's hard, not hard. It's like it has to be a decision from that organization to do that. Yeah. But I mean, they they did manage to spend a decade and a half after September 11th reporting on any uh, (laughs) extremist group that had ties to uh, Islam. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. One last thing I want to talk about is just how underpaid poll workers are because like they're getting uh they're getting shit for being slow <laughs> which Exactly, yeah. Like Ridiculous. for like if we had just let them count when they got the votes in, like that none of this would be happening. We'd already know who the next president was. Which, uh, a reminder, this, most of these rules were set by Republicans in these states. Yeah. And like, yeah. What the so that the they could like- make these complaints. Yeah. Thank you fucking Set them up and knock them down. That's what they do. Yeah. Prove that the government is ineffective by gouging it from the inside out and being yeah. like, see, see, corporations should run everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, same with the same with the USPS. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
but it's it's also a, a task that has a lot of steps even and like is complex even when you don't have armed people outside of your uh, mm-hmm. ballot collecting uh, station like banging on the doors and shouting at you to stop counting um it's actually like a pretty awful job they have to check that uh the voter is registered uh hasn't voted already that their signature matches uh and then they have to make sure there are no tears blood or semen on the ballot um they don't mention semen but they they mention tears and blood uh or any quote sticky stuff so i'm assuming uh yeah maybe that's sticky icky got weed Um, all over it can you imagine louis DeJoy is uh Finding a lot of self to joy, just trying to like thwart that. Just like yeah. he, he's in the back somewhere, just you know, yeah. eating it is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. all tubing. over the ballots, he going tubing on the ballots. He's going yeah. tubing on the ballots. Um, tu- that's my uh, producer drop. Tubing on the ballots. Tubing uh, <laughs> on the ballot. It's good though. I just want to say, Jack, that it's good. Like just like everything with the Trump administration in this moment is that we're finally like understanding the value of certain systems and structures uh, instead of just kind of out of ignorance saying we don't care about them. You know, like we all know what the attorney general does now and how important that role is. You know, we all know there's a head of the USPS and how they probably shouldn't be a donor of the, you know, the same administration that they're serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we know about poll workers and election boards and how they kind of are strapped for resources and need support rather than just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like I've been saying this whole time, like, I don't know what happens to my ballot. Yeah. I guess fairies mm-hmm. take it, but it's like, yeah. no, 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 they're poll workers and they're election boards and they do a lot of work. Arizona and Pennsylvania offer, uh, despite like just very long hours, they offer a daily stipend with a minimum amount of less than $100 a day. 11 states offer poll workers the hourly minimum wage. So it's terrible. They're not paid nearly enough. But they are like the the node at which our that our like democracy rests on. But that's America, you know, like completely yeah. de-emphasize, you know, wages for things that are so massively important to the country running, you know, with, with yeah. essential workers. It's like, again, it's like the same pattern. Give them as little as you can. Oh, yeah. Like the, we would be fucked if these people stopped working and putting in the hours and dedication that they do to their jobs. And then even this with poll workers, the fucking people who were entrusting with this like this so-called sanctity of our elections, it's still like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess, wow, it's crazy. These people, it's like, we love it. These people are so dedicated to this this process. We can pay them fucking dog shit, and they yeah. will still treat their job seriously. It's fantastic, man. Yeah, and then you think of all the money that gets spent during the course of an election, um, Just and they won't yes. pay the workers who actually do the work of counting the votes uh, that give us the end results. Um, yeah. And now in this election cycle, like we mentioned, like, uh, Maricopa County election workers uh, in Arizona had to be escorted to their cars by the police last night uh, because there were, you know, QAnon protesters chanting and rallying for hours outside. So they shout out to, to poll like, workers. Yes. We appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we, yeah, thank you for doing the careful work that our entire society rests on. Thank you for triple scanning those Biden votes. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> I just want to say that I didn't lick the envelope. I put water on it, so don't oh, worry. Nice. I thought you were going to yeah. say something else. Yeah, okay, I, put just <laughs> I put just straight semen. I put Jeffrey Tubin yeah. semen. Yeah. 
Uh, Francesca, it's been a pleasure. Is that the Ken Bone you. of this election? <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin? Tubin? Jeffrey Tubin's <laughs> it Zoom might be. call they look beat off session. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I hate uh, Ken Bone so I can't explain how much I dislike that man. And He's oh, yeah. a libertarian, right? So can go fuck Fucking himself. undecided libertarian. Joe, Joe, I say this, guys, before we end, runoff. I think there should be a runoff. No violence in the streets. Let's do a runoff because there's anything we need. It's more Biden and Trump debates. Yeah. <laughs> and Great just idea. take Joe Jorgensen out of it. Okay. Yep. Fuck that woman. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm being great. <laughs> but like, yeah, Joe, you had your day in the sun. Now it's over. Okay. Howie, Howie yeah. Hawkins Green Party. Like, you know, uh, I, I like support what you stand for. Don't know what. Your party's all about, but run off. And then we just close them gaps. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Kanye should still idea. be allowed to yes. should still be allowed to run for sure. Um, no, I that's kind of what I'm just like getting wistful. Like when you get to the end of a really good book where you're just like, ah, it's going to be over soon. Like, what am I going to do then? Um, I'm going to miss it so much. So I totally agree. Let's do a runoff. Jack, it's this a... is the calm before the storm. This is like <laughs> when Frodo and and... For, what's Fred? Yeah, Fred. They just Frodo, Fred and Fred, Fred and Fred the Bob. Wizard. Frodo and Fred the Wizard. <laughs> Sam. Greg the Sam. Wizard. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> well, I, was thinking, I was thinking Barney, Barney and Fred. Yeah. Very Barney, Barney Rubble, and Frodo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same energy. I'm so sorry for the Lord of the Rings fans. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, the, they're um, typically very forgiving and uh, not okay. Good. You weird know, and Frodo dogmatic and Sam about. like. Isn't there's always a moment where like the hero like has a wistful moment and then a giant slaughter and or fight ensues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we <laughs> we probably are headed for a very dark period if uh, Twitter and Facebook don't ban uh, Donald Trump. Well, Francesca, it's been a pleasure having you uh, as always. Where can people find you and follow you? Uh, at Franifio on Instagram and Twitter and listen to the Bituation Room podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yes, there's this great tweet from Noor NF Wazwaz. <laughs> she works at Vox saying, America needs a two-state solution. So that's a little, you know, hat tip to the Israel-Palestine two-state solution. I would agree very wholeheartedly. I don't know. Look, secession is not possible, but I mean, it'll be very difficult, but I'm not opposed to it. I do think there should be just like a gay and fabulous America and like greater Idaho. Um, They want (laughs) Idaho wants to be greater. Apparently there's a whole greater Idaho movement. I'm just like, take it. Take that. Yeah, have that. Um, But we all know we need a one state solution in this country, and that is simply the popular vote. Yeah. So, Um, Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? Of Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network, Miles of Gray, and also the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. Just talking about 90 Day over there. And escaping some tweets I like. One is just interesting analysis, just facts from uh, at Aaron Bastani. He says, the age of top Democrats is unreal. Joe Biden, 77. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, 80. House Majority Whip, Jim Clyburn, 80. House Majority Leader, Steny Hoyer, 81. Uh, the baby among top Democrats is Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer at 6'9". Um, and the country's median age is 38. 
So uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I think we, God, I, I hope there's more steam behind uh, taking Nancy's gavel away. Uh, but we'll see about that. And then another one is from Donald Trump Jr. Just uh, just a straight tweet, because this is this is a desperate young man. He says, the total lack of action from, uh, from virtually all the 2024 20, GOP hopefuls, quote unquote, uh, is pretty amazing, man. They have a perfect platform to show that they're willing and able to fight, but they will cower to the media mob instead. Don't worry, at real Donald Trump, we'll fight, and and they can watch as usual. So this man is having a, a night as well. And then also, I just got to give it up to the cold brew god himself, Chris Crofton at the Crofton Show. Uh, he was the name of the pastor again, uh, Trump's pastor, White. homegirl. Oh, 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 yeah, Paula White. Paula yeah. White. I can't Classic believe her tweet. last name is White, and I'm just noticing that as well. She got Molly. She got White. Hannah Montana. So he's saying in his classic uh, Chris Crofton construction, and I'll just play it for you. Cold Brew got me like. Victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. Hamanda, ata, ata, raka, teda, baka, sanda, ata, 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 Straight up, <laughs> straight up. That was amazing. Oh, I I hope uh, Suede the Remix God hits us with uh, a good remix of that one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I Marquez already has one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Did you guys see this uh, woman on Instagram doing like the? <laughs> she she's like doing this uh, facing the camera like uh, acting where she says, I'm not ready to die. Yes, give me the vaccine. And then she cut to her with a hat on, so she, you can tell she's a different character. And she says, I am ready to die, and I will not take your vaccine so that you can robo-chip me. And then like, cut to like fake blood on her face, and she's like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm still ready. I'm going to do it. And then like cut to her in heaven. And she's like basically being killed for one, not wanting to get the vaccine that Obama's going to use to microchip us all. Uh, and somebody tweeted, my white people are so fucking weird. And if he tweeted, I swear to God, I'm finna make millions with my slavery amusement park since white people <laughs> want to be oppressed so bad. Seriously. Um, <laughs> It's funny though because you see that uh, people who are like in the dominant uh, part of the society or, or who are typically doing the oppressing, they're so bad at making things about oppression because it's just so abstract to them. They're it's like, wild. I don't know. I think this is what it is—a TikTok video where I put fake blood on my face rather than like, talk, whatever. I good people yeah, I need to good luck to you. People yeah. need to watch that uh, video though. I think it's the most important piece of content uh, made by and about America. Uh, of do you the past think week. And th for those people that were screaming in like uh, Michigan and Nevada for to stop the votes, do you think the first question asked was somebody trying to speak to the manager? <laughs> yeah. I'm saying if they were all just Karens, yeah. we might have a real problem on our hands. All yeah. you need is one black woman to come out and they would fucking scatter. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm your manager. They're like, ah, oh, never mind. I don't know. Is, is there another manager? <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know how to. Calls the, the cops. Smoke. Yeah. Um, and then Reductress tweeted a picture of a rotting pumpkin, and it said, five rotting pumpkins that will make you say same. Um, <laughs> you can 
find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on? I mean, as we wait for results to trickle in and new numbers to trickle in. What are we uh, riding track... into the Biden presidency? Oh, God. Riding with Biden. Well, yeah, let's, I, I'll keep it to the news. As we wait for the election results to come in, uh, this is a track from Alchemist featuring Schoolboy Q, uh, everybody's favorite crip, and it's called W-Y-G-D-T-N-S, meaning when you going to drop that new shit? Because I think that's what we're asking every Secretary of State right now across the country. When you going to drop that new shit? When you get them new numbers back? <laughs> uh, so check this one out. It's a great laid-back sample, and, you know, Schoolboy Q always delivers. Uh, all right. The Daily Zyka is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, that's going to do it for this afternoon. We'll probably be back this evening uh, to will. update you on what is happening in the world and with the election. We will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Remember that shit out, niggas like, kill. When you gonna drop that new shit? Guess what, nigga, I dropped this. Between my life, my fame, my body, my daughter, be happy, I'm focused. Stay on that flight like tourists. Running them lights, no peers. Me and this little here fierce. Uh. But when you gonna drop that new shit? Come on, my nigga, you see what I'm doing here, take time. Could've came with the same rhymes. Flipping that same bitch. Whipping that same brick. Stand on that same block. I'm screaming them same yachts. Get a feature from K-Dot. Put me out in that same box. Too talented for it. The rims, the chains, the Porsche. Credibly gripping the first to do it. The bridge, the verse, the chorus.